What's up, everybody? This is the Rethinking Christianity podcast, and I'm Blake. This is episode number seven. Today's episode is titled The Beauty in Doubt, part one. And I'm going to be doing a few episodes on uh, working through doubt. And today's episode is all about how doubt can help us and challenge uh, and change our view of God, or at least I believe that it can when we think through and reevaluate maybe why we're doubting or how we view God in the midst of our doubts. And it is titled The Beauty in Doubt because I believe that there is beauty to be found even in the midst of doubt on our faith journey and in our following of Jesus. And so I am super excited for these few episodes and I hope that they're super helpful for you. Uh, If you're someone that's dealing with doubt or has worked through doubt or wherever you're at as you follow Jesus and as you rethink Christianity, I hope that this episode is super helpful and encouraging for you. And with that said, let's get into the episode. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Rethinking Christianity, episode number seven. So I've been taking a little break and kind of figuring out or trying to figure out what I want to do with the podcast and what all I want to talk about. And so as I was kind of thinking through some of the things that I deal with and things that I wrestle with, I wanted to begin um, doing a couple episodes. And in between, there will be some interviews that will kind of pop in as I'm working through these. I don't know how many of these I'm going to do, but I'm going to talk about doubt. And the name of this episode is The Beauty in Doubt. I think that doubt is something that can be really difficult for people as they're walking in their faith and they're struggling or, or you know, trying to kind of grasp what it means to to follow Jesus or to follow God. And in the midst of that, there can be questions that arise. There can be things that are super difficult to understand. And so I want to talk about doubt for a couple of episodes. And the name is The Beauty in Doubt, and today is part one. And so doubt is something that I actually have struggled with at times. Uh, And for some of you, this may not be an issue at all or anything that you've dealt with. Um, But for me, there have been many times where I've I've questioned God. I've wondered what God is doing. I wonder why certain things happen to certain people. I've had a lot of frustrations with what people say about God, and I and I and a lot of times there's this doubt that kind of gets drawn up. And for me, in the midst of all that, I have never really had this desire to like. Um, or this yearning to abandon my faith or to walk away from my faith, uh, I've actually had the opposite happen. So for me, as I have doubted God, it's kind of made me want to pursue God more or seek to understand God more. Um, The doubt that I've had in my faith has kind of been a catalyst or this Kickstarter for me to grow deeper in my faith and in my pursuit and in my attempt to understand God. And there are a lot of moments where when I'm struggling, I have to kind of just recognize like, all right, I probably won't know the answer to this. But yet, even when I realize that there is still something in me that is just like, man, I want to know more. I want to seek to know more. I want to try to understand and learn more. And much of my doubt about God and faith and and the doubt that kind of uh, has grown in my life, or, or whatever you want to call it, actually is why this podcast uh, kind of was started. I wanted to work through different ideas that I've struggled with, and I wanted to help, hopefully, people that are listening to this kind of work through their their faith and work through their doubts. And, and at the end of it, the end goal is for you to be challenged, to rethink what it means for you to follow Jesus, to rethink what it means for you and how you view God, and for you to be, to be able to draw up in you like an authentic faith. And that's my hope in this podcast as a whole, and my hope for um, 
people that follow Jesus, because I think we need to be people that um, have faith that is not based on all intellect and knowledge, but I think that we should be intellectually honest and we should be authentic and genuine and understand what it is that we believe about God and understand what it is that we believe about Jesus. And so as we kind of are dealing with this topic of doubt, um, I think that there is beauty to be found in doubt. That's why the name of this episode is Beauty in Doubt. Doubt often comes from the attempt to understand. Um, And in faith, this makes doubt often come about often because, you know, like we're trying to understand something that is so big, so incomprehensible. And in the midst of seeking to understand that, a lot of times questions arise. A lot of times uh, doubts arise. A lot of times we're, we're trying to understand it and we can't quite understand it. And doubt comes from the attempt to understand. And in faith, that is, I think that goes hand in hand. And, you know, when it comes to doubt, I think that maybe at times it isn't handled well. I saw an Instagram post the other day where uh, someone was talking about how doubt is, uh, we always are talking about how doubt is something that's okay and it's good. And this person was actually saying, you need to doubt your doubts. And I don't know how that's really helpful because I think that doubt is something that has to be worked through. And I don't think doubt should be looked at or viewed through a negative lens. And so the, the way that doubt is just simply defined is uh, it is just to call into question or to be uncertain of, to, to not be for sure about something. And so as doubt kind of comes from the attempt to understand, in the midst of attempting to understand, oftentimes there is this uncertainty that rises up or draws up in us. And that's where doubt comes from. Doubt kind of is this thing that sometimes can build up over time. Um, And when we're talking about this idea of the beauty of doubt, this beauty to be found in doubt, I was trying to think through how can I categorize, you know, what different things um, are we able to actually gain from working through our doubt? And the first one I wanted to start with is doubt, I believe, can help us in our view of God and how we view God and how we look at God. Um, I want to begin kind of with how like Christians have confessed to view God. Um, a, you know, a confession that um, belongs to um, cr- many Christians, uh, the Westminster Confession. This is just a very basic you know, confession that lists some different things that Christians in the church believe. You know, not all portions of it are true to every Christian, but I felt like this definition was really helpful. The Westminster Confession says this is how that Christians or how, you know, how we view God. Uh, it says, a God who is infinite in being uh, in, perfect, in perfection, um, without body parts, invisible, passions, immutable, immense. And the last two words that I want to focus on are eternal and incomprehensible. So the Westminster Confession defines God in all these different ways. And the last, you know, these last few ways is that it is that God is infinite, that he's internal, and he is incomprehensible. And when you are dealing with a being that is infinite, you're dealing with a being that is eternal, and you're dealing with a being that is incomprehensible, the attempt to understand that is very hard, and it is impossible. But 
obviously, as people who are in faith and want to follow God and, and like have a life uh, trusting in God, the attempt to understand that, I think, will always be there for some people. And some people are always going to try to understand God. Some people are okay with not, you know, not understanding God. But I think for the people that are thinkers and people that are trying to like grasp and, and you know, wrap their mind around what it means to trust God, to follow God, at least in the Christian religion, um, you know, when we're dealing with someone we define as eternal, infinite, and incomprehensible, this makes it hard. This makes doubt arise. And I think the best place to start in seeking to work through doubt is to reflect how we view God. And these three words that kind of arise are words that define a God that is not, you know, easy to understand. And it defines a God that will oftentimes allow us, I think, to have doubt. And so if we believe in a God that is infinite, eternal, and incomprehensible, then it would make sense that we have moments of inability to understand God. And in the midst of that inability to understand God, doubt will arise. And as I've wrestled with this idea, the response that I find myself coming back to is a question I ask myself pretty often. And I think this is a question that maybe you should reflect on if you're thinking through your doubt and working through what you believe about God. And I really want you to think about this. Why, and this is the question I ask myself, why would I want to believe in a God that I could fully understand? Why would I even want to believe in a God that I could fully understand? There's a lot of basic, uninteresting things in the world that I understand fully, for the most part, like very basic things, like the alphabet. I understand the alphabet. I know the alphabet. God, as we have defined, or it's been defined within Christianity as this eternal being, is something that maybe we will, we not maybe, we will never fully understand. And the question I think that can kind of like maybe bring us back to like some kind of peace and maybe some kind of contentment as we doubt is this question, why would I even want to understand, you know, or believe in a God that I could fully understand? And there's a quote, or there's this clip that I heard actually from an Andy Minio song. Um, it's a clip um, from a woman named Madeline LeAngle. I think I'm pronouncing her last name right. But it is from, um, she's the author of The Wrinkle in Time. And there's this clip that she has that I think is really profound. And I'm going to play it really quickly. The value of doubt is to keep you open to God's revelations. If you don't doubt, you don't change. If you don't ask questions, you stay stuck wherever you were. If you have to have finite answers, to infinite questions, uh, you're not going to move. It, that God is not the, the idea that there is a God at all. It's neither in the realm of the provable nor the unprovable. And the idea that the power that created all the galaxies, all the universe, everything, willingly limited that power to come and get born as a tiny human baby to show us how to be human, that was not reasonable of God at all. I just love that quote. Uh, she talks about faith being like, you know, this thing where like you cannot find finite answers to these infinite questions and that faith is not reasonable at all. And faith is something that in the midst of that, like um, we're going to have doubt. And I think it all begins with this, this reevaluating or thinking through how we view God and how we view God, I think is super important. Uh, and so how does doubt actually help us? 
Um, I think it helps challenge us in how we view God. It helps challenge us in the way in which we view God. And what I want to ask, you know, what I ask myself often is that question of why would I want to believe in a God that I could fully understand or believe in a God that I could fully grasp? And I think that as we are seeking to have a deeper and fuller grasp and understanding of God, I think that as doubt occurs, we should, one, allow it to challenge us and allow it to help us. And I don't think maybe that we oftentimes look at doubt as something that is actually, you know, something that helps us or something that's a good thing. And so I think there are several things that that we can think through that I believe doubt can help us as we as we allow it to challenge or view our um, change our view of God. And that is one of the things that I find uh, to be the beauty in doubt, the beauty of being able to have our viewpoint of God challenged and potentially changed. And so as we are challenged, I think, it, you know, doubt can draw up several things we need to see or reevaluate about our view of God and our faith in God. And there are three things here that I kind of have listed out. And the first one is this, that doubt can help us see the beauty of an infinite God. So we already talked about how like within Christianity that um, we define God as this eternal being, this incomprehensible being, this being that cannot be fully and totally understood. Um, it, you know, the first thing that doubt can do is humble us in like our viewpoint of God, that like God is not some God that you can fit into a box. God is not some God that you can fully grasp or fully understand at all times, that it can help us. Doubt can help us see the beauty of an infinite God. There are two verses that I kind of pulled out of scripture, both in the Old Testament, because I think the Old Testament authors in their reflecting of God do a way better job of like, explaining God than we do because I think we are so desiring to understand him fully and they just looked at him with this wonder and this awe. So Jeremiah 10 6 it says, there's none like you O Lord you are great and great is your name and might. So there's they have this belief and this faith in this great and big God. Psalm 147 says great is our Lord and abundant in strength. His understanding is infinite. And there's that word again, infinite. His understanding is infinite. His wisdom is infinite. Who he is, is infinite. He is bigger than everything that there is. And so doubt, you know, as we are doubting God, um, we we reevaluate how we view God. And in the midst of that, I believe that it can draw up in us like this beauty or this viewpoint of an infinite God, that we can see the, the beauty of an infinite God. In the midst of our doubt, um, we often need or feel the need for explanation of God. And, and, and what I want to ask the question of in the midst of that is, what if doubt drew up in us contentment towards the mystery of an infinite God? What if in the midst of our doubt, we were able to just find contentment in the fact that we can't understand him, that he is infinite, and that there's beauty in that? And that there is mystery in that. And as we accept that mystery, we allow God to be what he is in our lives and allow him to be someone that we just place faith in, not always needing to have full understanding. And as I say these things, like this is this is stuff that I struggle with continually. It's something that I deal with and, and it, it's not easy. And so these are things that I'm listing, but it's not stuff that I do a good job at. And it's something that I'm continually struggling with. And so the first thing that doubt uh, can help us with is how we view God. Like it can, it can help us see the beauty of an infinite God. The second thing is it can help us realize in ourselves personally our need to reevaluate our understanding 
of God. And the questions, there are two questions here. And this is something that we can reflect on and evaluate as we are thinking about how we view God or, or you know, why it is that we're doubting God. And so the question that I would ask is, what do we need more? A God we cannot grasp that, that draws up doubt sometimes. So this God that cannot be grasped, this God, this God that can't be fully understand, and in the midst of that, doubt is drawn up sometimes, or a God that can be fully understand, uh, fully understood and made into simplistic ideas and boxes. I think that within Christianity, um, we haven't done the best job of, you know, just letting God, you know, have a bit of mystery. And in the midst of, you know, theology, we systemize God and we put God into a bunch of different boxes. And so what do you need more in your faith? A God that you can't grasp? A God that like requires you to have faith in? Or a God that you maybe can fully understand in, in a bunch of theological definitions? And I actually would say that I think that you for sure need a God that you can't grasp, that requires you to have faith in him. And so, you know, the second thing that doubt can do as we are working through our doubt in in challenging our view of God is it can help us realize our need to reevaluate our understanding of God. And, you know, I think that that is super vital is understanding that like the point of like faith is not equal to equal understanding. To to fully understand does not mean to have full faith. Faith is to trust and to follow after in the midst of not really understanding and not having certainty and not being for sure. And so the first two things that it can do for us, doubt can help us uh, see the beauty of an infinite God. It can help us realize our need to reevaluate our understanding of God. And the last thing is it can draw in us humility to trust a God that we don't understand. And that kind of plays off of our need to reevaluate how we view God. Um, Maybe we need to oftentimes you know, find humility to trust a God that we don't understand. Maybe maybe too often we're trying and seeking to, to fully understand God, and we need that because it makes us feel better, it makes us feel safe. And maybe the whole point of following after God is not this idea of safety or this idea of feeling comfortable. Um, there's a quote that I love. Uh, it's in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And um, I remember, I think it's Lucy and um, Susan, they're talking with Mr. and Miss Beaver. And, you know, they talk about, they're talking to these two beavers about Aslan. And Aslan kind of represents God in, in the Chronicles of Narnia. And, you know, they ask if he's like kind of scary or if he's like, like they actually ask if he's safe. And I remember in the book, I'm not quoting this directly, but um, Mr. and Miss Beaver, one of them says, of course he's not safe, but he's good. And I think about that quote a lot when I'm working through my doubt because, you know, this whole this whole thing, I think, when it comes to faith is, is that oftentimes within Christianity and within the church, we have created faith um, to keep people in the seats and to make them feel safe in their eternal well-being. And while that is part of what you know we have in following Jesus and in having faith in God, it can't be the main thing. And I think the requirement or the need for safety and feeling comfortable continually in our understanding of God oftentimes I think keeps people from really going a step further or really going after God even more or really seeking to understand God on a deeper level or maybe questioning God or questioning the ways in which they viewed God much of their life. And so those three things, I think, are ways that as we're, we're doubting, it can help us, you know, 
you know, change how we view God, reevaluate how we view God. And I think it can draw up in us a deeper, like, respect for God, a deeper love for God, and deeper humility in ourselves because it requires us to humble ourselves under God to the point of where we're trusting Him, um, even though we don't understand Him. We don't quite get it. We don't quite um, fully grasp what it is or who He is and the things that He's doing. There's a quote from a book that I, I'm you know, I've listened to here and there, but I'm rereading it. And it's called, it's a book called The Sin of Certainty by Peter Enns. Uh, and this quote he has is, it says that doubt is sacred. Doubt is God's instrument. Um, it will arrive in God's time and will come from unexpected places, places out of your control. And when it does, resist the fight or flight impulse, pass through it patiently, honestly, and courageously for however long it takes. True transformation takes time. And so Inns would say that doubt is this tool that God allows to be used in our lives to maybe draw us deeper and to transform us and to make us better followers of Jesus and to make us more compassionate and more loving and and more humble. I think the point of following after God at times is often missed because we think it's about feeling safe and feeling comfortable um, and, you know, doing the Christianese thing. But I think that oftentimes... You know, doubt is this tool that God can use to humble us, um, to look like Jesus more, to trust the Father more, to trust um, God more as Jesus did. Because it seemed that um, Jesus at times was kind of uncertain, uh, especially at the end there. He was fearful and worried and concerned, but yet he trusted God uh, and he, he fully understood what was happening. Um, but there were definitely moments of concern for Jesus. And I think that that... That example of humility, of trusting God, is what we're called to in the midst of our doubt. And that we have to reevaluate our our view of God and how we um, see God and maybe sometimes take a step back away from our need to fully grasp or fully understand Him completely. At least that's what I feel like I need in my life. And so that quote, I think, is super helpful because I believe doubt is definitely a tool that God uses in people's lives to help draw them deeper and transform them more into what He has called them to be. And so as we kind of close out um, the podcast, you know, I just want kind of like to ask these three questions. So they're kind of a rethinking question that I kind of sometimes put at the end of the episode. Um, There are three questions here that go along with the three points that I made about how doubt can help us. So how can I allow doubt to draw in me a higher view of God? So how can I allow the doubt in my life to draw up in me a, a bigger view of God, a view of God that is much higher, much deeper, and one that actually transforms me and humbles me. The second question is, how can I allow doubt to draw in me or help me realize a need to reevaluate how I understand God? Maybe um, maybe you need to reevaluate. Maybe, maybe the theology that you've believed in or the things that you've believed in have made you feel safe rather than um, you just allowing God to take you on a journey of seeking to understand Him from places maybe you would have never thought that you would understand Him from. And the last question is, how can I allow doubt to draw in me uh, the humility to trust a God that I do not understand? I think this is so big. I think that um, we have to continually be people that are, at least people of faith, we have to be people that are in a posture of humility because we are literally serving a God that is incomprehensible, a God that is infinite, a God that is eternal. Uh, And so we have to be able to be humbled to the point of maybe viewing God and trusting Him even though we don't understand Him. 
And so as we work through doubt and as we work through these episodes, I'm going to try and cover a range of different things. And for today, I wanted to kind of just talk about like, how can doubt actually help how we view God? And how can doubt maybe um, change or transform the way we approach God? And how can doubt maybe, you know, draw up positive things in our faith and draw up positive things in our following of Jesus. A suggested resource that I would encourage you to look into is the book that I quoted here at the end. It is called The Sin of Certainty by Peter Enns. I will put the um, I'll put an Amazon link to the notes in the podcast for you. Um, I hope this has been helpful. I hope that, um, you know, if you're someone that deals with doubt, um, you know, I hope this is something that can help you. Um, if you have maybe any questions or any suggestions, um, hit me up on Instagram. My Instagram is blake.fine. Um, you can just message me and more than likely I will respond. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, thank you again for listening. I really appreciate it. I hope that this can be um, something that helps you. I hope it's something that can encourage you. And if you're working through doubt, I would just echo what N says. You know, be patient in the midst of your doubt, be honest in the midst of it, be courageous, and just take time. Take time to like journey through that and allow it to draw in you things that, you know, draw up humility, patience, and hopefully you'll ultimately find peace in your faith and in your following of Jesus and your trusting of God. And so again, thanks for tuning in to Rethinking Christianity. This was the Beauty in Doubt Part 1, how we can be changed and how our view of God can be changed in the midst of our doubt. I hope it's been super helpful and encouraging. Until next time, I am Blake. What's up, y'all? Thank you so much for tuning in to Rethinking Christianity, episode number 7, part 1 of The Beauty in Doubt. I hope that this episode on doubt was helpful and encouraging, and I hope the ones that will be put out in the next few weeks will also encourage you and be helpful. So be on the lookout for those. I also have an interview um, that I'll be putting out in the next couple of weeks with Dr. Michael Heiser. Um, he has a PhD in Hebrew and Semitic languages. He's written several books on the Bible and how to read the Bible. And just um, he's very smart. And I am super excited for that to come out. Um, if you could do me a huge favor by sharing the podcast, reviewing it, uh, and rating it, uh, that would be super helpful. Uh, and I will be forever indebted to you. Um, thanks again for tuning in. And I hope that this has been helpful. And until next time, my name is Blake, and this is the Rethinking Christianity podcast.